Well, hi, everybody, and welcome to Anti-Bullying 101. This podcast is designed to create awareness about the bullying epidemic and provide teachers, administrators, parents, and even students information about the dangers of bullying and why we have to take a comprehensive approach when dealing with the problem. My name is Jim Burns. I'm your host. I'm a retired high school administrator with over 40 years of experience in education. Currently, I'm a college instructor, and I've designed the Bullyproof Classroom, a graduate course that provides my students with permanent help, not temporary relief, as they battle the bullying epidemic. Enjoyed the podcast, everybody. Well, hi again, everybody, and welcome back to Anti-Bullying 101. My name is Jim Burns, and we're here to speak with you and talk to you about all things that are related to bullying, but not so much, you know, your general everyday topics that bullying brings. Uh, We're here to talk about, you know, violence in schools, violence in the community. We're here to discuss family matters, difficulties that people have. I mean, I've been around a lot of people. And a lot of people are angry and bitter today. The economy may have them. COVID may have gotten to them. Could be a host of problems. But the bottom line is, we are here to to inform you that there's a choice that you can make. It's just as easy to be to be kind and considerate and loving and caring as it is to be angry and vengeful and bitter. Uh, it's just a choice that you have as an individual. And I don't want anyone to misunderstand anything. We are Anti-Bullying 101 and we do our best to help provide our listeners with information related to bullying, but we also provide information to help people grow physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. And we really do want them to have a a life that is not filled with fear because of harassment, intimidation, and bullying. So we are here for you. We are here for you. And we look to do our best to try and be sure that you get the help that you need. Well, Can you believe we are at the end of the year already? We're at the end of the year. It's it's amazing when you think about it, uh, how fast time goes by. Uh, I'm going to be 68 in January. 68 years old in January. And... It seemed like yesterday I was in high school. I was a freshman in high school. But the time goes. And that was over 50 years ago. I think we're going to have a 50th reunion coming up of my high school. 
So the idea is enjoy the day, seize the day, whatever that line is, carpe diem. You know, take what you can out of the day. Live every moment for what it is. Because time is all we have. And, you know, we just lost, what, 20 seconds. It's gone. You'll never get it back. Never get it back. But what I wanted to talk to you about today is something, you know, it's Thanksgiving-related. Thanksgiving-related. And many years ago, I wrote an article, and and you guys have heard it. By the way, there's a new book that I have out. It's called Monologues. You can get it on Amazon. You can get it on my website. Uh, the only difference between Amazon and my website is uh, you want to read it in Kindle or you want to read it in a PDF. It's cheaper to buy it off my website. So you go to bullyproofclassroom.com. You can buy the book there in the store. But I wrote an article that was called, Before You Sit Down at the Family Table, You Better Take a Look at Your Family Tree. Because everybody was into this thing several years ago where you had to have a family table. You had to sit down and everybody has to have dinner together. Well, everybody doesn't have to have dinner together. It's nice. It's something that... You know, you know, families can sit down and discuss things, that, the events of the day. Kids can share information, you know, about school. Uh, parents can share information about work or what happened during the day and so on. All of that stuff that, you know, you normally do. But you don't have to do it at the family table. You can do it in the car. You can do it when you're working on a project. You can do it... When you're cleaning the house, you can do it when you're shopping for groceries. You can you can do it anytime. I think what happens is we get so caught up in the events of our day and what's going on and so on that we forget that there are other people around us that we can have a conversation with. You know, and sometimes you could be having a conversation with one person, the other person sitting there. And it's kind of like, oh, you know, I'm sorry, I forgot you were there. How was your day? And we don't, we don't become very inclusive in the family table, where we're chatting and we're enjoying one another. And with Thanksgiving coming, what I wanted to share with you is how difficult it is for many people. To sit at the Thanksgiving table. Number one, they don't know how to do it. But number two, there is there are things that go on at that table. First of all, if you get invited over to somebody's house, you get invited over to your sister's house or your brother's house or your Uncle Charlie's house or somebody's house, you, you also don't know who's going to be there. And you don't even know if you're going to get along with the people there. And the discomfort of having conversations with those people can get in the way. You may enter into that home that you're going to and have already be upset because of you know of the company that you're going to have to keep, who you're going to have to keep with when you're there. So this becomes something 
Holidays can be tormenting for some. Tormenting. Especially if there's this huge dinner and everyone sits around and they talk. Now, I want to just share with you very quickly an event that occurred some 25 years ago. Me and my sister Abby were sitting at my sister Kathy's house at the dinner table. And it was Thanksgiving, and it was kind of, it's either Thanksgiving or Christmas. But there was kind of a, um, kind of like a, an interlude, if you will, where the table's being cleared, and everyone's kind of hanging around. The guys are there smoking cigars and cigarettes and so on, and they're having coffee, and they're waiting for dessert. And my daughter, Sarah, was six years old. She may have been younger than that, five or six, four, five. And she's sitting there, and somehow she manages to engage the adults at the table, and she had several adults playing the rhyming game with her. These are adults who would prefer adult conversation at the time, but were too nice to try and say, I don't want to talk to her, or to ignore her. So my sister looked at me, and she said to me, she's controlling the whole table. And she was right. She was controlling the whole table. And it was something where maybe just they were being too kind, but they certainly, some of them looked like they may have been losing their patience because a kid has them engaged at this point in something they didn't want to be engaged with, but you can't say no to somebody else's kid, especially when the old man's sitting right there. Now, when you think of sitting down at a Thanksgiving table... You don't want to leave anybody out in terms of conversation, but people get left out of conversation. In this instance, my youngest daughter was controlling the conversation. And if that's something that wasn't addressed, she could have inundated any conversation at any dinner table as she got older. See, the idea is you don't want, to exclude, don't want to exclude people, but you certainly do want to have a balance of conversation at the table. There are young adults that go to a Thanksgiving table and they could be surrounded by older adults. And by young adults, I mean... I don't mean somebody 10, 11, 12. I mean somebody 18, 19, 20, and you go to a dinner and there's all older people there and you get completely left left out of the conversation. And I know it happened to me. You go to a, a, a now I'm older, so 
I try to do my best to be inclusive in conversations with people and include everybody. Thanksgiving tables, Christmas tables, um, the family table as it's called, can be very uncomfortable for some. Very uncomfortable. As a perfect example, I mean, when I got married 10 years ago, and um, it had been some time since I sat at a family table that was my own. And I almost didn't know how to do it because it was too uncomfortable for me to sit there because as a kid, we had a family table but it was a war zone. And I'm sure many people can relate to my family table. And really, you can get tired of calling it that too. I don't even know what this new term is, the family table. You know, they want everyone to sit down and have conversations at a dinner table. The bottom line is they're not ready to have the conversation because they don't know how to have it. And we are getting ready on Thursday. We, I mean you and me and a lot of other people. are going to be traveling to somebody's house. Maybe going back home to visit their parents. Who their relationship may be strained. And they're going to have to go there. And they may not have seen them for three or four months because... They're off living on their own and they come home and they come home to their parents' house and maybe the, the gal has got his her husband there and maybe the husband has their wife there or they have partners there, you know, and so on. And somebody's unemployed, somebody's having difficulty and you have to come home and share information with your parents that you don't want to share and the discomfort at times can be too great. And you don't know what to do. And the family table on Thanksgiving is not the place to try and sort out problems. Those difficulties between you and a family member or you and your parents need to be sorted out way before you get to that family table. And you've seen shows on TV where people get ready to sit down and topics get brought up that just make you want to, like, squeal. Politics, religion, work, who's making money, who's not making money, the president. You know, all these things get brought up. And then you have kids that have different preferences and proclivities and so on, and, and it becomes... A chore to sit there. A chore. So what I'm suggesting for this Thanksgiving is to be more understanding of everyone. Be more understanding of all the kids that are going to be around. I mean, we're entering right now into the Christmas... This is the Christmas season already. The Christmas season. So we're entering into this season now where we're going to be around a lot of people. 
people go to office parties, you know, and they get they get a load on, they embarrass themselves, they start flirting with people, they end up, uh, you know, having, you know, these uh, flings and so on, they have trouble. It all happens because when we get together in a group, sometimes we don't know how to interact. So if we're going to a, a Thanksgiving dinner at somebody's house, let's be understanding of who's there, the conversation, let's address things in love, let's be caring, kind, considerate, let's give people a chance to talk, don't go there with questions about other people, don't go there, you know, and, and uh, feel embarrassed because of your life's lot at the time, just go there with love in your heart and giving in your soul and be the person that someone would want to talk to if, in fact, they were having difficulty. I mean, you know, in, in my house, the family table was more like the family zoo. It really was. And we're, there was always some criticism of the food there was some criticism of of um the uh you know preparation how it tasted what it looked like my dad was very critical of the food he was a short order cook liked his food hot didn't get to the table in time it was cold he'd, he'd go after my mother they'd have a fight about cold food You know, it's it's a popular term that's supposed to mean that dinner time is where families should be talking and building strong relationships. They need to be built way before you get to this table. I mean, it's a grand idea. But many families can't do it. They can't sit together at a table like that. And they also... If they have kids, they don't know how to give them and work with them to show them the etiquette necessary on how to behave at a table. And before you know it, mom and dad are arguing because the kids have gotten out of control. You know, there's always a gimmick. And, you know... Years ago, I mean, I will tell you straight up, we did we did eat dinner at the table, but because it was such a a nightmare, you never grew to understand it and like it. But that's what most people did years ago. They they'd go home, you know, and they'd have dinner at the dinner table. I mean, you watched Leave It to Beaver, you've watched Ozzy and Harriet, you've watched Father Knows Best, you've watched all these shows, everyone's sitting around. You know, eating dinner, kids sitting there and so on. We've seen it. It's a gimmick. The biggest time, biggest uh, opportunity that I had to have conversations with my father was on long car rides. Not at the dinner table. We are entering into, as I said, the holiday season. We're going to be around a lot of people. Be understanding. Be loving. Be caring. You'll be way happier in the end. 
And don't focus on the negative. Focus more on the positive. You're going to be around folks you may not have seen six months, a year. It's not easy. It's hard if you're not used to it and you've never done it. So the family table, the Thanksgiving dinner. Let's all enjoy it. But let's all enjoy each other because that's what it's all about. We're giving thanks for one another. Not just for the largesse that we've gotten. So, so gratefully we should grateful we should be for what we have, what we've gotten, and what's on our dinner table because many people don't have it. And we should be very grateful and thankful and be thankful for others because we are what we are because of God and others. And we, we always have to remember that. I am going to be going down to Florida again on December 6th. My uh, youngest daughter, Zoe, is in the na is getting a chance to participate in the National Cheerleading Championship in Orlando. She won, and we are going to be flying down to watch her participate in this competition. I'll probably have a chance to visit with my middle daughter there, who ha we have a, uh, a baby. By the way, I'm a grandfather now. Pop, that's what they call me. Uh, my, my granddaughter's name is Winnie. She's three months old, going to be four months old. And they grow quick. Like I said, every second is now over. It's gone. It's behind us. Uh, and babies, they grow very quickly. So I'll be down there visiting her. I'll be back sometime on the 12th. Uh, and I look forward to it. And we're going to be doing some... Maybe a little bit more vacationing than I'm used to. But I think it's good. I think it's good as I grow older. Um, there's another issue, a little thing I wanted to just discuss with my listeners. I am trying to bring this podcast to another level. Where we really have um, different topics. We get different people on. I'm looking to get experts. I really want to work to develop this podcast further. And it requires a little research and a little time. And if I invest a lot of time in one thing, it's then it becomes something I can't invest time in uh, with something else. So... On the podcast right now, you have a button that says Listener Support. And you can click on that and you can uh, support us monthly with a very, very small donation, $2.99, $3.99, whatever it is for, whatever you want to do monthly. And that will help us bring this podcast to a wider audience, to more people, and to get it out there where other folks who may not have heard it will hear it 
It will put us in a position where I can possibly recruit more and also it allow me to do more of them. And more podcasts, the more I do, the more the information gets out there, the more the people get helped. So, if you would, listener support, it's important. Monthly support helps this podcast. It helps the, the bullying epidemic, which we're trying to work with and we're trying to put an end to. And we, it isn't just a bullying epidemic more. I mean, uh, anymore. You've seen, you noticed so many more shootings, so much more abuse, so many more people coming forward um, in terms of harassment and intimidation, sexual harassment. Uh, the list goes on. This is an uncomfortable topic that I'm trying to address and make sure that people get help. And if you have been bullied, if you have been harassed, if you have been picked on, if you have been sexually harassed, if you have been abused, or there's domestic abuse in your house, don't be afraid to come forward and let people know. You need the help. We're here to help with this podcast, but sure you get to places that you need to get for the help that you may need in terms of handling difficult situations, because it's uncomfortable, and I know it is. So, if you wouldn't mind, just click on that button and become a supporter. It's a recurring payment. It's a few bucks that'll come out of your checking account, if, in fact, that's not too much, and you can do it. I appreciate it, and other listeners and those that are uh, in need appreciate it, and I mean in need of emotional help. My name is Jim Burns. You've been listening to Anti-Bullying 101. Today is Tuesday, November 22nd. It's 9.20 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. It's two days before Thanksgiving. I wish you all a happy Thanksgiving. I hope you have a great day. It's cold here in New Jersey. The sun is out, but it's cold, and it's getting colder. Uh, I know when it's cold when all of my impatience are now dead, the ones that I planted in the spring. So we have to do that again next spring. But as I said, enjoy your day. Enjoy the time. Enjoy your life. Just remember somebody loves you, somebody cares about you, and somebody will always be there for you. Sometimes we just have to be patient and let God bring certain people into our lives that can give us the help we need. But right now, I hope that you know that this podcast is designed to help you if you're being harassed or intimidated. Please go to my website if you have questions. There's an email address there. Uh, that you can uh, get to. Take a look at uh, my book, Monologues. That's out there. Uh, you can go to the store and get it cheap. Be a PDF. You want to get the hardcover, you can go on Amazon or you can go to Kindle. Just type in Monologues James Burns. You'll find it. Once again, my name is Jim Burns. Thank you for listening to Anti-Bullying 101. Have a happy Thanksgiving, everybody. It's been my pleasure being with you. And take care.